0: Ten seconds. Beep. 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 Oh, there we go. All right. You know what it is. You know who it is. We're back. Another episode of the Thrive MTAP. As much talking as possible. Today is episode 31. It's a lot of episodes. Oh,
1: 31.
0: Yeah. All right. So today is going to be an 18-minute AMTAP, 18 minutes long, as much talking as we can in the 18 minutes. And today we're going to be talking about the class at Thrive. This episode is going to be called A Class at Thrive. Basically, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into each aspect of the class. Uh, you guys can share this with people that you might know who are interested in coming here so they can get a little bit better of an insight. And even the guy, the people that do come here now, you people, you guys can like... Just know what we're doing a little bit better. Let's get a little bit more insight why we actually do it. Sometimes it just seems like we're pulling stuff out of our uh, bags. Uh Or the dark web. Anyways. Sometimes the dark web. Yeah. Like the reverse (laughs) plank. What? Anyways. So, to get started, uh, one of the first things that everybody who comes to Thrive is going to see, or I guess hold, is their binder that we make for them. Everybody that walks in gets a personalized binder that is specific to them. It's for them. And it has their workouts for the week. It has their welcome page. It has basically everything that they're going to need to complete the workout for that day and the time slots that we have. So my first question to Derek is why is the binder something that we do? Pick me, pick me, pick me. So, man, the binder.
1: Sorry about my voice. Still recovering from... Yeah. I mean, I'm feeling better, but the voice is still catching up. So bear with me here, guys. So I think at least a time or two or ten, you guys have heard me talk about how special the binder is to me. To be able to have something that has your name on it and hand it to you, something physical to put into your hands to then give you control over your fitness is just so important to me and so important to us here at Thrive. We want you to. To be a part of the process. It's your process. You are building it. We are consultants for your fitness, for your wellness. We are your guides. What we can't do is we can't create fitness out of nothing. We need you to join us. We need you to be a part of the process and collaborate with us. Taking notes in your binder. Asking questions about what the shorthand is. You get to learn stuff. You get to learn about How to add weights, how to do the math, the different size bars, why they're different sizes, why they're different weights, all that stuff is so cool. And you're investing all this time and energy, you should gain something. It shouldn't just be about, oh, let me get fit, let me lose weight. That stuff's cool, man. And that's fine that those are the top priorities. It should be. But to spend all that time and then leave here or go work out on vacation, or maybe your friend or your family member who doesn't live in the area or you know doesn't really see how they can afford going to a gym at this time, they ask you these questions. They're like, yo, you work out three times a week. You've been doing this for the last year. Help me. And you're like, well, I can't. But here at Thrive, it's different because you're a part of the process. You have that binder. You have it to refer to. You're learning each and every time that you're here. So that, that that's the binder, and that's why it's really special.
0: Yeah, I mean, one of the binder is one of the cooler things that we've done. And I, I'm more on the tech side, so, like, not trying to waste paper. Not, not even that Go not, green. Like, that's not even the, <laughs> the thing of it. But, like, just, like, a, as much as you can get without taking up space, that's just my end of things. But, like, the binder is something I definitely – I've thought of ways or tried to think of ways to – not use it, but like, I I enjoy having it there. And like, I think everybody else does. And if you don't, then let us know. But I think everybody does enjoy having seeing their name on something that's associated with it and just having something to like come in and take notes on. And it's just all right there. It's yours. Yeah. Yeah. It's your binder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, binder is a big part, but, uh, so we've talked about the, after you grab your binder, I guess the next step would be you cringe at the workout. Maybe, or you're excited about it, uh, and then from there we get into the warm up. So everybody's going to meet at the whiteboard at the beginning of the class. Uh, not, I don't know if I mentioned this, but the classes are an hour long. I think everybody who goes here knows that, but in case someone who is interested is listening to this, um, we take about five to ten minutes and we start getting into the warm up. Now we've talked about the warm up a lot. We actually have like a whole episode going into the warm up. So this one I was just kind of kind of breeze over, just because I've talked about it about it a lot. And like I said, we have our own, I forgot what episode it is in the 20s, I think. And I think it's 24, but that has goes over every aspect of the warm-up, why we do it, what we do in the warm-up, what we're looking for there. So I guess after that five to ten minute warm-up, we're gonna get into the strength piece, which is individualized. So my question to Derek again is: what is the most important aspect of individualized strength and why we do it? So Before I answer that question, I think it's important,
1: and this is something that we've talked about in the past, but again, we are all subject to the very same foundational functional movement patterns. We all sit down, we all hopefully stand up at some point. We all run into, well, hopefully not run into, but we are faced with a door that we have to (laughs) push or pull open. So those biomechanics exist just by virtue of we have to go into places and get out of places. There's some sort of pushing and pulling mechanism that we perform with our body. And then we have stuff to do around the house or around work. might not seem like much, but we have to pick things up and then usually transport them, move them around. Sometimes it's grocery bags or something to that effect. Or we, a sick baby. Or sometimes a sick baby <laughs> or a sick dog. You know, some sort of a pet. So there inherently lies the deadlift. So tracing it back, sitting down, standing up, we have the squat pattern, pushing and pulling open doors. We're going to mimic a press pattern. And then picking up a sick baby or a dog, we're going to have some variation of a deadlift pattern. So we know that everyone has to do these things. To not build a program around these three functional movement patterns that we will face on a day-to-day basis, basis just doesn't really seem to be the most effective way to build an exercise routine if we're here to to work out to lose weight to get stronger let's make the most bang for our buck let's do let's get better at these movement patterns so that is where we begin now making it individualized is absolutely essential because not all bodies move the same in fact no two bodies move the same so while there can be some similarities in programming and oftentimes there's overlapping where we begin and how we progress might be a little bit different in terms of which aspect of each individual movement pattern the squat the press the deadlift that we work on for the individual Maybe someone has a hurt back. Maybe someone has a hurt shoulder. Maybe there are different ways that we have to work on correcting the movement pattern before we start to build any true strength in that range of motion. Maybe it's more corrective. So that's where the individualized aspect of the programming is absolutely paramount. And it's something that when you say thrive, you mean individualized programming.
0: I think on top of it, like not even just that we individualize everything, but the strength component that we have is extremely important because a lot of places don't have dedicated time to work on strength. And when you don't, you miss out on like a lot in terms of getting better and staying healthy and staying strong. Um, Then so moving on, we have after the strength piece, uh, which is in your binder for the entire week, however many days you come during the week we move on to the group conditioning. So we all huddle back together. Everybody's doing the strength stuff together, but they're just doing their own individualized thing as we go. And from there, we huddle back together up at the whiteboard, kind of go over things quickly, and we have a group conditioning. So every day, we have a eight to 12 minute conditioning piece that includes AMRAPs, the plan word that we got for the AMTAP, uh, as many rounds or reps as possible. We have EMOMS every minute on the minute or even minute, odd minutes. We have round pieces, things for time, as fast as we can do it, things like that. There's a wide variety of things we do there. That isn't just your basic running or elliptical stuff because we don't have those here and we don't want them (coughs) there. Uh, So using these different variations, we can kind of attack conditioning from different angles, get the heart rate up, still get that, that endorphin kick that we usually want or after, and we can still get better and we're making a lot of things easier in our life. So on top of the benefits of conditioning, which we're not really going to get into, what is the point of group conditioning and why is it so important? Group conditioning. So I think most of us have
1: some level of exposure to working out on our own. Maybe we've gone to our local gym and walked on a treadmill for a while. Maybe we went for a walk outside. Maybe we ran. Maybe we did the elliptical is something like that. And there is seemingly some lack of enthusiasm or encouragement to do that day after day, week after week, month after month. So inherently, there's some obvious external motivation when there are people around you doing the same thing or something very similar to what it is that you're doing misery loves company. (laughs) So, you know, we're doing the conditioning piece and people love to hate the conditioning piece. We talk about it. We're like, oh, this is so awful. Oh, I don't want to do this. And then we all do it together. The biggest thing is camaraderie. It's joining of forces and being like, you know what? This may not be what I would have chosen for today, but I'm going to have some fun doing it because so-and-so over there, They're looking like they're ready to get after it or they're going to have a good time or they're going to push through it. Or I know this person has energy or the instructors are really selling this workout hard. We started. Yes, we started titling our workouts and it's awesome. So it's, it's about having a good time. It's about having fun. And to some extent, the more the merrier. So scaling becomes a little bit tricky at times because not everyone moves the same way but we do a really good job at it. And that allows everyone to have a very similar workout, despite some variations in the movement patterns themselves. So in one word, group conditioning, because of camaraderie, camaraderie, you get to do it together. It becomes a little bit more fun, a little bit more enjoyable. There's different elements of enthusiasm involved with it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I agree there. I don't think I anything else needs to be said. I don't do, know. If I, where we yeah, are we have kind of Five. 39 Oh, boy. So it's my turn. All right.
1: So the questions that I have for you, dear skinny boy, is what challenges do we face or have you faced when – I mean, we both face them, right? But your opinion on them when we take someone on for their first workout but we've never met them and we
0: haven't even really spoken to them yet. Yeah. I mean, one of the hardest things is just knowing – how they move and making sure that they're putting them in a spot where they're not ever – not giving them the opportunity to mess up at all or not giving them an opportunity to put themselves in a bad situation and possibly get hurt. Just making sure that whatever they do that day is very relaxed and kind of just moving – uh, making sure that kind of what Derek talked about with those basic movement patterns. Making sure that we go through that, uh, finding the squat, finding what it looks like, finding a pull pattern, a push pattern, just seeing what we're working with. Where does the and squat start? Squat. Uh, uh, it depends on the person, but like if we're we're gonna try to start as low skill as possible. So box squat. If you can't or you've never done it before, get the whole idea of what it feels like to sit down and stand up. Then after that, if we're pretty proficient at that or we have enough experience in the squat, we'll go to the air squat. And then from the air squat, we'll add some weight out in front, the goblet squat. And then if we're progressing from there, double kettlebell front squat and then back squat front squat. If we're ever so kind or we're so lucky to overhead squat. But going through those motions is just making sure that the people that are coming in aren't like thrown at too much. And they know that this is something that they're being watched for and they're not don't have to be really nervous about uh, the, the nervous thing is like us making sure that they're in a good situation. And that's, yeah. that's the struggle that I would find with it. So
1: the next question that I have, making sure they're not a
0: Red Sox man, no, I'm joking. <laughs> you can come here. for the, Red Sox <laughs> the
1: next question that I have is we're still related to that person coming in that maybe we've never met before. There's a limited amount of time that we have to interact with them. And we have two instructors. How do you feel that helps when we haven't met that person before and we have a limited amount of time to be able to take them through an effective
0: workout? Yeah. I mean, with the two instructors, instructors, that's, I mean, basically the only reason we're able to do that. And if it wasn't, then it'd be tough to try to get to that person while making sure that everybody else is still having a good experience. So with two of us on having the trust that I do in Connor and Derek that I know I can dedicate myself to one person making sure. And one thing with kind of knowing that person or getting to know that person is (laughs) I've had the ability to kind of work with a bunch of new people and I've made my questions more effective and efficient so that I'm not wasting time with questions. So like I know what I want to ask the person right away and then know where I want to take it from no matter what the answer is or going from that direction. And then knowing that I won't turn around and the, everybody else won't be lying on the floor hurt or like they're not going to be doing something wrong because Connor and Derek will take care of it. Or if it's in the other situation that like Derek's dealing with somebody or Connor's dealing with somebody, I'll make sure that everybody else is all right. So having those two instructors on gives us that ability to make sure that whether it's one or two people, new people, or a bunch of new people that everyone's going to have the individualized attention they need. And we're going to make sure that, Like, you're never going to feel like you're just on your own there, especially on your first class. Sick. Like that. You know. How do you decide how to progress the individual? How do I decide? So, it depends on what the movement is and what their goal is. So, like, if their goal is to get out of pain or, like, they have pain in a certain movement, then, like, I'll find ways to break down whatever that movement is and progress the part of the squat or like the deadlift that they need to fix. Um, if they're trying to give an example of that. So like if someone has knee pain, like they have a lot of people tend to have patellar pain, like pain right under the kneecap. Um, so like from there I would go into, I'd look into like, all right, usually if there's pain down there, it has something to do with, like ankle flexion or like hip instability. So like I'd break it down to hip instability. And then I would kind of go into things like single leg deadlifts or, uh, step ups, things where it's like doing single leg motion. That's putting us in a position where we have to use that one side and we're not using both legs and like covering it up. Uh, the deadlift, I mean, something like that, I would probably go with like kettlebells first or, um, like a Romanian deadlift, I'd usually... So a lot of people with a deadlift specifically, they tend to struggle towards the bottom. So like with someone who's really struggling, I would probably try to work from the top down. So like start with a kettlebell and get into a Romanian deadlift or like just get into a kettlebell, uh, double kettlebell deadlift, but start from like the top or something. Um, I do also find that well, well, most people tend to have an okay time with the deadlift so they can start there um, pretty easily with the bar. And then the squat is what I find the most difficult to like progress for a lot of people because there are a lot of other issues that can be involved. Like it could be thoracic spine mobility, it could be ankle mobility, it could be hip instability, and it could be all of them all in one. So breaking down what the problem is or what the most important problem is, like what is going to put them or take them out of the or put them in the safest position to succeed going forward. And then I would progress it from there. Cool. That was a long answer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you said it really early on, which is just based off their goals.
0: Yeah.
1: So if someone, if someone's goal is to lose weight, we're going to progress that person differently
0: yeah.
1: through it. You know, everyone needs to squat. Everyone needs to press. Everyone needs to deadlift, do some variation of those three movements. Those are the functional movements what we do in here is relevant to those functional movements, building those things and enhancing them. And then after we have that stuff set, that's where we start to really individualize if it's corrective, if it's geared towards weight loss, if it's geared toward to if it's geared towards increase of skill capacity, mm-hmm. all
0: those things are possible because of the individualized programming that we offer
1: in those binders.
0: Yeah. And like the the whole thing we've been throwing around with the experience into individualized fitness, it really is something that like you, and it's it's tough to it's tough to see on your first day here just because of like we went over that there's we've never talked to you before, we've never we don't know your personality, we don't know your background with this stuff. So like going into it we have to be a little bit more uh conservative just to make sure. But then once we get that conversation going and the asking the right questions, we're we're good. And we're gonna send you off where you gotta be and whatever time domain you want that in if there's no rush we're just going to take our time with it but yeah so any last words come experience an hour at thrive meet your maker
1: come experience a workout here you know it is it is an experience it is something that we're looking to make enjoyable for people so that there's some element of enjoyment in this in this hour for yourself
0: mm-hmm. and the not just like a tax, not just a toll to pay. Yeah. And the first class is always free. First session is always free. If you feel more comfortable with like one-on-one with one of us, uh, just go onto the website and just put your name in. We'll get back to you. Or if you want to reach out to any of us individually, whatever that is, however you feel most comfortable. Uh, Yeah. But we are done here. Uh, We will see you guys next time. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I guess that's it. See you next time. Peace.